Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. Yo, what's happening, y'all? Welcome in to a brand new episode of Snaps, your favorite daily college football podcast, least. I uh, hope that is the case. Shout out to everyone who hangs out with us here every single day. We love you so much, uh, and we love doing this show. I'm one of your hosts, Steve Abebear. Uh, As always, I'm joined by QB1, number 43 on ESPN's top 75 quarterbacks of the 2000s, Aaron Murray. Ahead of Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, amongst others. Aaron, what's up, man? How you doing today? Uh, not as good as UT, Bob. My my dogs got throttled last night by South Carolina. And then I believe you yeah. you guys probably just finished the game, just closed them out. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, when I uh, left to go to the bathroom pre-show, it was 10-3 to 3 with one out remaining. Uh, I'm guessing – I know they had two runners on. I'm guessing it ended – 10 to 3. Uh, yep, it looks like 10 3. LSU beat South Carolina, and that is now 400 career wins for LSU at baseball coach Ooh. Jay Johnson. Shout out. Uh, here is the deal there is that I actually don't know if I want LSU to win another game, or at least I don't want them to tax themselves here in Hoover this week. It just doesn't fucking matter. Quick little SEC baseball talk here, and I apologize for cursing so early to the YouTube algorithm. 
But quick little uh, SEC nugget here. We literally just uh, talked about this 30 minutes ago, and you said, yeah. fuck, right away. I yeah, mean, my yeah. God. Well, he said first minute of the coachable. show, though. You mentioned about coachable. Is I that know. why we did the two-minute countdown so we can essentially get through two uh, minutes without dropping an F-bomb? Brum knows I this don't too well. He does. think it's – yeah, I was about to say, I don't think that's not the reason. Uh, but look, he, he, here's the deal. Uh, I, I, I want to say, like, Last year, Ole Miss didn't win a single game. They got sent home immediately. They won the Natty. Two years ago, Mississippi State, I believe, got run-ruled twice in Hoover. Outscored like 20-something to three, and then they won the Natty. So I don't actually care that much about this. I wanted to see oh. some performances I saw today. You got the win you needed. You're guaranteed national seed. Let's see what happens for the rest of this week, folks, but let's not go crazy. It's all about playing a regional and super regional in Baton Rouge. Unfortunately... I don't think your Georgia Bulldogs are going to be playing any postseason baseball. Uh, maybe, no. maybe we'll, we will see. I don't, I don't, I don't believe so though. All right, that's it for college baseball talk. I promise we're out. Uh, coming up on today's show, uh, it looks like it's a very good time to be a football player, especially an in-demand one. At Los Angeles is wait until you see Bear Alexander's first ever apartment. Um, there's a really good piece out of CBS Sports, and I need to uh, properly credit who wrote it. Shihan Jaharaja, I believe, is how yeah. I would pronounce it. I don't know if that's correct or not. But um, I haven't come across too much of his work. This is a pretty great look at the four mm -hmm. teams joining the Big 12 and some of the ancillary benefits that come along with joining a power five conference. So we'll dive into that. Uh, we got another bad Georgia headline that we'll dive into. Uh, but first I do want to offer you all a quick reminder. You can catch me and Aaron Murray recording this podcast live on amp. Okay. Amp is a new live radio app. Let you call in chat with the person while we're recording. Um, and you get the app on Apple's amp, uh, app store. So you go to the app store, you download amp, and um, every single day we do a pre-snaps, snaps, and calls. And it's even, yeah, it's even more weird and more out there. And if you really wanted to ask us weird stuff, like that's the actual best place to do it. Light Dog 1968 talking about yesterday's episode said uh, T-Bob's list was weak sauce. LOL. I, I, I am like, I am floored by how many dumb football fans are out there. The fact that all y'all would put Robert Griffin over Eric Crouch or any of these other guys, like the fact that I got shit for putting one of the most transcendent football players of my life at number 10 on the list that won a national championship, the one a Heisman, the year he knew it, she won a natty, like a sectum, like, get the hell out of here, dude. Yeah, I, 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 I like... Uh, Lions do the not whole Joe Burrow thing. So I, 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 with opinion I went sheep. to bed. I went to bed thinking of Joe Burrow, which has happened yeah. before, just because that season. Me too. And 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 the more I was like, T. Bob really is a fucking idiot for putting him at number one because because of the season before. When you talk about all these other quarterbacks, Tim was great the minute Tim stepped foot at, on campus at Gainesville. He was. Uh, a guy that played a, a huge role in the year they won the first national championship. Then obviously won a Heisman, won a no. There was never a dull moment in those four years. He was one of the best college football players, if not the best football player in America for four years. Burrow was as average as average could be and then had that incredible season. Yeah. 
So Cam, Cam Newton, Newton had stuck. one shot and was incredible. No, he didn't. When yeah, did but he's only, he's only. When did he got one? Ever suck? When he wasn't. Yeah, but he never showed us any moment of being stuck. average, though. He never showed us one moment of being average. Vince Young Joe did. Had a very average moment that you had to take. He wasn't in my top three. Vince was Young was a bust one. until he wasn't. This is. I, I'm not. I'm not rehashing so this. Joe. I'm not rehashing this. Aaron, you would not take anybody on that list to win a game over Joe Burrow. And if you say no Tim way. Tebow, congratulations, because I'm winning that game, okay? And you're losing. <laughs> Nobody, you would not take anybody take on that list I to would win take a game Cam. over Joe Burrow. I would take college Cam. I would take and that is Cam the only one that I will allow. That is the only one I will allow debate room for. Are those chop six or drum six in your hand? <laughs> They're chop six. They were, I got angry and I started getting demonstrative and they found a way to my hand. For some reason, the local grocery store has been out of sandwiches the last few days, which means that I'm having to eat grocery store sushi for lunch every day. One roll. Everybody knows the rules, but uh, still. Actually, I've look, I have a soft spot for grocery store sushi, but I, I want a sandwich during the week, okay? Um, whatever. I, I don't want to rehash the quarterback thing. Just know that I see all of y'all's criticisms, and instead of being like, "Oh man, I really need to work on myself," I'm I'm out coming out the other side like, "Oh man, human beings are fucking dumb," and I can lead go. this horse to water, but I can't make him have good opinions. You know, I can't make y'all drink. I can guide you through the desert and put you in front of the oasis, but you got to big your bend over your big dumbass head and start lapping up the water <laughs> I'm trying to give you, okay? Otherwise, you're going to start cramping. Eat a banana. Um, all right. Aaron Murray. Hope all is well. Uh, it doesn't. I, I, I don't know that all is well in Athens right now. As yet mm -hmm. another day, and yet uh, Keaton says Aaron knows the position better. No, he doesn't. He knows it too well. He's too close to the scenario, okay? He can't be an accurate judge. He has no objectivity here because he's quarterback friendly. He's going to forgive sins of quarterbacks that we would not. He's going to bump up metrics of quarterbacks that we would not. He doesn't like Garrett Crouch because Eric Crouch doesn't play your traditional modern-day quarterback no. role, right? It doesn't mean that he doesn't belong on the list. Um, uh, Bill Kibbe, I need to tell what he is smoking. Yeah, okay. It's called Louisiana Medicinal. It's very good. Um, so another day and yet another Georgia Bulldog arrested for aggressive driving. Like, like, it's just crazy. I don't think I've ever quite seen anything like it as the latest is Marcus Rosemey Jack Saint, which is one of my favorite names. I always think it'd be St. Jack, but it's not. Um, he was charged with reckless driving, exceeding max speed limits. The police were saying when he was going over 90 miles an hour, and was, quote, weaving through traffic while going at that high rate of speed. I got to say this, Aaron. Like, I've been a part of a lot of teams. I've been a part of teams that have had, uh, like, partying problems, like, just, like, like <laughs> drinking too much, going too hard. Hell, it's funny. <clears throat> a national championship team I was a part of was the hardest partying team I was ever a part of. It's not going to be an upper class. And later, though, I was like, why don't you all be more like the 07 team? I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? The 07 team would go out five nights a week. So, like, I've been a part of those mm -hmm. teams. I've been a part of teams that love drugs. Like, I've been a part of all different kind of teams. I've never <laughs> seen. I've, I've I've never seen the weird. We just love to drive recklessly subculture that seems to yeah. be going on at Georgia right now. I mean, I don't know. I look. I know at Georgia, Kirby Smart's all about family, <sighs> but he needs to back yeah. off the Dominic Toretto influence here because it is absurd how this continues to happen. 
I, listen, there are some some pretty nice racetracks that you can go use in the state of Georgia. Uh, Porsche has one right here in Atlanta. Really? BMW has one right there in South Carolina, not far away. There's another private track that's like two hours north of Atlanta. Like there, there has to be some sort of deal that needs to be made to just get it out of your system. Just go set up a day at the track with the boys, let them go have fun, and then be done with it. I don't know. I, I, I joked with you earlier on AMP, but I also am not joking about this. It's I'm blaming NIL for this whole situation. Yeah, These kids now... These yep. damn kids now, T-Bob, when you and I played, oh. we're driving scooters and bicycles oh. around and beat up trucks and yep. Honda Civics. Like the car couldn't go fast. It just wasn't possible. Uh, even if you did have a Dodge Charger, it wasn't the souped up Dodge Charger. It was like the no. base model that was like the stuff you get when you rent a car that hurts through Tom Brady. Like that's what you were getting. Now these dudes through NIL are getting up the souped up, what are they, the Bobcat model, where the whatever it's called. The thing where you just you breathe on the pedal Bob and it goes Cat, Hellcat, Bobcat, Hellcat, same thing. It's all about Hellcats, where I can't blame the kid. You barely press down and it's going to go seventy miles. Okay, okay. They got too much money to buy the nice cars that go way too damn fast, way too damn fast. I appreciate they need the Honda Civic back. I appreciate your old man ran on this. Maybe you make that into a YouTube short or something. But here's the problem. You said one line that is a bridge too far, which is I can't blame the kids. Because huh. you can absolutely blame, uh, you the, can't kids. blame the kids. Yes, you As can. someone who got a DWI in college and had to go to a full pretrial diversion plan and did a lot mm. of introspection and learned a lot during that. Um, again, so I'm not coming from a glass house situation here. Literally, one of the main lessons that you have to learn is this is my fault. And it's not. Uh, why did this happen to me? It's what did I do to cause this to happen to me? So granted, yes, through NIL, these kids are given temptations that they would have never even, like the door would have never been opened previously to get a Hellcat for free and be able to drive 700 miles an hour. Yep. But somebody's still driving the fucking car, okay? And I, so I feel, you know, pay, pay, you finally paid the labor and look at what happens. Uh, but like at the end of the day, I got two, I got two pieces of advice for Georgia players right now. First, just fucking chill. Just stop driving so fast. <laughs> Secondly, more importantly, if you have more than four syllables in your name and or some sort of compound or hyphen name, you especially need to keep your ass driving under the speed limit. Because when I'm doing the math right now, I got Jamal Dumas Johnson. I got Denylon Morissette. And now Marcus Rosemey Jack Saint all with these yeah. reckless driving turns. It it sounds like a literal key and peel skit, okay? So that is my yeah. advice, Georgia football players. Less speed, less syllables, more football. I don't think this is just a only happening to this team. I will share a personal experience for myself because this is kind of funny. So this was my junior season. It was a bye week. I went down to Tampa, and I'm driving back to, to Athens, um, and I'm flying. I'm, I'm literally flying like a dumbass myself. So I was young and idiotic. And I'm going through Gainesville, Florida, because I got to go through Gainesville. Wait, wait, wait. How fast? To get back How fast are we talking? How fast are we talking? I was going close to probably a hundred and like a seventy. Um, so I get pulled over look, on interstate. I feel like ten over is always the rule, right? Interstate. Yes, ten I over mean, is good. Ten over is good. Maybe on stretches of interstate, you can hit like a casual eighty-five. Even though yeah. anytime you're getting above 85, you're like, you're, you're starting you're, to really get you're it. Pushing so if you're pushing it. 100, you were getting after it. 
Yeah, I was getting after. It's a long drive. I was tired, and I just wanted to get back to Athens. Um, so I'm pushing it, not going to lie, and, and probably the worst spot to be pushing it right through Gainesville, Florida, our big rival, <laughs> uh, UF, and I get pulled over wearing Georgia gear. So the yeah. cop comes up. Obviously, I didn't get arrested, but he gives me a mandatory court appearance. So I get a big fat fine, mandatory, mandatory court appearance the Friday before Georgia-Florida football game. <laughs> luckily, um, was he, luckily, was he aware of luckily, who he had pulled over at the time? Were you known quantity I at mean, the time? He, he can't tell me he didn't know. So obviously, I'm okay. panicking. Like, okay, I, I, I can't not show up to this, but I also can't show up to this because I got to go play the biggest rival game that that next day. Uh, so luckily for me, my my uncle is a bull gator, which is weird. They're called bull gators. They're like massive donors to the university. And he's an attorney. So he found some attorney buddies that are Gainesville that kind of didn't get wait, me wait, out I of thought, it. But I thought you down. Meant he got like his undergrad at Georgia and masters at Florida. He's a gator. But if you don't know, they call you a bull gator. Yeah. Okay. Weird. Okay. But he has no, like, yeah, but to be clear, he has no, no Georgia affiliation connection. with Georgia. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. okay, okay Still okay. to this day, very upset that I didn't go to Florida. Holy shit! Anyways, yeah. he, he he helped. He helped. He he did find a little love and kindness in his heart for his nephew. Wow! And uh, was that. able to kind of get me out of a court appearance and knock it down, where I just had to pay a, a fine without having to go to uh, court the day before the football game. But just the guy knew he had to have known that he just pulled over the starting quarterback for Georgia to set a court appearance the day before the Georgia Florida game. So all of that to be said is. Georgia players are just a bunch of idiots that don't know how to drive the speed limit. And it's been going on for 10 plus years. It's it's and I know that Athens is already just like it's a it's an easy place to get arrested. Like even when we were in college, the joke was like, if you're gonna get arrested, it's probably going to happen in Athens. But generally it was for like drinking or like going out partying. It was like I just the reckless driving thing is just crazy. Uh Bill Baggins, GTA rhymes with UGA coincidence. I agree with Avo. Just tell the kids to play on the no pixel GTA servers. You ever seen those, Aaron? They're like full on role playing servers for people like GTA Online, can't and people you, even do like menial jobs you, and everything. Like, just go, just go can't role play you, a little. Like, bit. Put limits on cars. Can't you do that nowadays? Or you can put something in the car that limits the speed. Uh, is yeah, that, are is you going to drive a car with move? the governor? <laughs> I mean, is that I mean, Kirby's next move? I would I mean, never. Kirby's got the power to do it. I was going to say, I'll never put it past a football coach to go to an illogically absurd level when seeking control. But uh, no, governor in the car would be a step too far. Uh, there's, there's At no this way. point, is it though? I, I, you've, you've had four issues. You've had, I hate to bring it up again, but two deaths. Like, At what point do you not drastically do something? Because it's not sinking in, obviously, for these kids right now to stop driving so damn fast. Like, are we going to wait for another accident to happen of someone going sure. 30 miles per hour over before you, you make a decision? Like, at some point, you do have to make a decision because you are, as a coach, you sat down with these parents and said, hey, when you send them off to Athens, I am going to be Papa Kirby taking care of them. Well, at some point, you're going to have to take care of them and make sure that they're not being a bunch of idiots driving at these because it, you can't they've he's had to have talked to him three or four times so here, here's the problem like, though here's the you problem. have to take you have to take the next step at some point 
JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics NIL deals, JLab joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Here's the problem, though. They aren't kids. And the more they get paid, the less and less we're going to think of them that way. Um, these are young men, okay? And at a certain day, at a certain point, again, this is something that I had to struggle to learn firsthand through getting in trouble myself. Like, you have to take responsibility for the decisions that you are making. So no, I don't want Kirby to do anything insane and overbearing like he's their like their dad spanking them and putting governors in their car or some shit. Get these kids to handle their shit. We're about to look at we Bear Alexander's apartment. We couldn't Does go Bear out Alexander's the apartment look at a kid. Yeah, no, I mean we weren't technically supposed to either. I feel you on that. No, but we had we had people we had people monitoring Athens, making sure that we weren't going out during the week. Yeah, I mean they, us too. Like, yes, we are grown men, but we are still Young, 
young human beings that are going to be idiots that these coaches are 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 tasked so, so with I guess so that's my point though. There is a point, sense though. of babysitting though. You are babysitting these 18 to 22 year olds. That's so I I agree with you to an extent but that's kind of my point is that um, at a certain point, you have to say, I don't know what else we can do. Like, I, I don't know if Kirby Smart is, and, and I think it's, I think there are steps too far, and Kirby Smart putting governors in all the cars, I think, is a step too far. Now, you need to get in your leader's ass, and you need to be like, hey, guys, uh-huh. get your fucking guys under control. Okay. I don't know what's going on here. I'm fine. All I'm know is I'm fine in the guy with the next most syllables on this roster. I'm calling to my office. I'm saying, what the <laughs> fuck? You better, I swear to God, if you get caught, you're kicked off the team. So I'm going to have to kick somebody off eventually. Okay. So if yeah, you get I caught, think that's, that's the next thing. Someone has to get kicked off. Like you're, you, you uh, Jackson uh, Tech Theratrix. If you get kicked out or if you get caught, you're done. Okay. No more excuses. Yeah. Anyway, mm. be responsible. You, UGA, get your shit together. Again, another reason why all you Bulldogs out there that you will not win another championship this year. Soft, too much turnover. You don't know. You know. Uh, you know. Not going to be ready. You for know the why playoff. I think you? Know, I think this is actually good for yeah. them to win another Natty because it's an excuse for Kirby to continue to get after their ass. Yeah, yeah. You're you're actually not. You're actually not wrong. Because like any any time, yes, yes, exactly. Because it creates negative to Georgia discipline headlines. them, to yeah, to 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 treat them like, you know, like the way we used to get treated. I mean, because we used to get ripped apart before this whole new soft era. And I think Kirby's still more of that old school coach a little bit. This gives him even more excuse to tell these guys to their face that you know that you guys are a bunch of f ups. That you guys aren't ready. You guys aren't taking this serious. You guys yep. aren't ready to defend the title. You guys yep. keep getting in trouble. Like he will spin it in a way to let they, they, they're thinking that there are no way in hell that they're going to win, that they're not good enough, and they're not focused enough. And then all of a sudden, bam, you'll see a focus as football team come football season. Uh, Clint Moses says they're big, they're fast, yes. they're dirty, plus they're fast. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. who's that coming down the track, driving too fast, red black, kind of driving too. That's how it's going to go. Too fast. On, yeah, Let's start yeah. that. Uh, That's a good little chat. Um, all right, Brum, do we have Bell- Bear Alexander's uh, first ever apartment ready to go? We sure do. With the full video. Okay, so in an effort of showing you, Aaron, that these are not kids, and an effort at allowing you yet another platform to yell about labor being paid and how these damn kids' heads are getting all screwed up and insane, Bear Alexander, who was uh, a good player on Georgia's defense last year, freshman, had a couple sacks, nice yep. pass rush piece. He left to join USC. Why? Because he wanted more playing time. Okay, let's be painfully clear about that. He wanted more playing time. He thinks of himself as a three-down defensive tackle. And what you see in this video, I would just call here in Louisiana, land yeah, just a little extra. As uh, here is Bear Alexander's uh, apartment that he has now gotten uh, in Los Angeles. <laughs> Oh Great music. <laughs> and you keep the music playing, a- uh, uh, from. Yeah, so if you're listening on the podcast, this man has a multi-room, giant closet, giant bathroom, sky-rise apartment in downtown Los Angeles. We are talking about an apartment that likely... 
is two to two and a half times probably what I pay for a mortgage per month. And that man's probably paying this in rent. Uh, but again, Aaron, he didn't leave for this. He left for more playing time. Okay, never forget that. But this does show you college football is now a business, and business is booming. Business is booming, especially in, in Los Angeles. And uh, you want to do we always talk about that, how much that, that apartment costs. I'm going to go with, I, I, oh, I would say over four. I'm going with at least five. You I'm going to put the over under it's five and a half. Ooh. Rob, you would know being a little New York You think boy, he's paying that or you think he got a deal? You think he got a deal? Or he's just yeah, I think money? I, no, no. I think I, I was kind of wondering that same thing. I. They look like downtown, which is not close to USC, correct? Yeah, I don't know, Brum. What do you think? Do you think downtown I mean, is very really close think? to USC? Is it? Yeah, yeah. USC, yeah, USC is downtown. Okay, but my question is, that. is that um, my question is more: Does a trade deal make sense? Can you do a trade deal? Like, who would that even be with? Would it be with the apartment complex, or did they just yeah. pay him a shit ton of money and that's what he chose? I, 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 I do not have enough of a knowledge of the NIL deal to like space to like guess, but I will guess is that's a that, that apartment is about five grand a month in rent. Easily. I love what Avo said earlier. So you're tell me uh, he's he's willing to spend sixty thousand dollars a month in rent. There's no way not a month that a year, he did get some a year. a year, a year. Yeah. Sixty sixty thousand dollars a year. There's no way that he didn't get some sort of deal to the apartment complex. I hope. You might be right. You might be right. But then again, if you make an a milli a year, I mean, I don't know, you know. I just That's love true. that he has it with my first apartment. <laughs> just to really, really mm. reinforce just how much richer all these kids are getting than us. Uh mm. yeah. It's a it's not a bad first of all. Also, what's crazy is I imagine at UGA that he was staying in athletic dorms, right? Yeah. Which is still nice. We're just still going to be top oh, yeah. line. You probably only share bathroom with one person. You probably nope. have your own yeah. room. Yeah. Oh, you don't yeah. even share bathroom nowadays? Well, it depends on which one you have. There's two twos. There's four twos. But you get your own room. Okay. There's a kitchen, the living room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, I think Kerbley makes them stay for one year. So then they get to you know, go get their own spot after that. From that was nice. to that. Now, I will say this. That video, though, is why USC potentially terrifies me. Yes. Because they have uh, – well, first off, um, they just have more money than you. And, and you may say, oh, but T-Bob, nobody cares. I don't give a shit. That argument is weak to me. Because 90% of buy-in from the LSU fan base – could equal 5% of buy-in from a Los Angeles fan base, right? Like there's just way more money in the ecosystem. And so all of a sudden you got Bear Alexander putting this out there. You got other high school football players or badass football players around the country who know that they could get that as well. They could be living in downtown LA in nicer apartments than like even the stars live in. They could be making all that money. Like, no, it's, it's, mm. if watch, bring up USC schedule. Here and they have a run at the end where if they manage to navigate it and like win a Pac 12 championship, you could be talking about a true rebirth of the empire, like the snowball potential. Oh, I think here. it's already, I Massive. think it's reborn. Would you, well, you not, I ahead. think it's reborn. I think, I think, I think USC is, is these kids don't want to leave California, they were leaving California. Because there wasn't a clear path to winning a championship during this this SEC and Big Ten and you know at times ACC dominance over the past you know twelve to fifteen years. Now all of a sudden 
not only can you play in the Big Ten and and be on major market television on on Fox and NBC and, and CBS, you know, most likely one of those games, you have to live in California and legitimately compete for a championship because of the twelve team playoff. Why yeah. the hell would you leave California? Yeah, why why does a California kid who grew up in that ecosystem want to live in the southeast? And also, like I, I would say that there's, you know, if you're worried about cost of living, well, in these scenarios, you're making enough money where it's actually cool to live there. Like you get to enjoy old college kid living in LA would be awful. Old college kids live in Miami would be awful. In the age of I don't NIL, awful. Fine. You just couldn't, you couldn't enjoy the full experience. I think now, yeah, yeah, you can enjoy the full experience of what it really means to be. I like, would say there's awful. no doubt in my mind, Los Angeles, that sucks. right now, that right now. I would be Vinny Chase if if I lived in the NIL world. I would commit to one of those two schools in LA, and I'd be Vinny Chase. Yeah. Wait, hey Brum, uh, I know you're kind of. Are you there? By the way, can you hear us? Or are you putting out I fires? Sure am. What's going on, player? Oh, uh, I know you're putting out fires kind of during amp earlier. Tell me, me and Aaron don't make a good college football knockoff of Entourage. It's not a great. I mean, idea. I I am Turtle. I've say, always been Turtle. I don't want to call 100%. you Turtle. I am turtle. I know this dude. Literal yeah. turtle, Bob. Yeah, it's right there in my name. I'll be look at Aaron. He's beautiful. He's QB one. He's Vinny Chase. I'm turtle. You know, kind of chubby. Mustache doesn't touch the beard. I'm just trying to smoke weed and play video games. Like we, we, we. There is some sort of entourage remake to be had here. But um, yeah, like Aaron said, if he was coming out now, he'd have been Vinny Chase living in. California. So this is what mm. I'm saying. USC will start one, two, three, four, five, six. They'll start six and oh. Okay. Then they have at Notre Dame, home versus Utah, Cal, whatever, home versus Washington, at Oregon, home UCLA. I mean, are you shitting me? That mm. will make or break their season. That will make or break Alex Grinch. That will make or break early belief in Lincoln Riley. That will make or break. Do we get the full awakening? Of the sleeping giant, are we back to full Pete Carroll USC days, or is that runway going to be extended a little bit longer? Because if you lose all those games, everybody's going to say, "Ah, same old SC." Right? It's even the argument yeah. that I'm running into now. Like, like I'm like, I think USC is going to be better this year. People are like, "Oh, what did they do last year against Utah?" Well, I'm like, okay, that was year one, yeah. right? Like, we assume they're going to be better here with everybody back in year number two. So uh, that's what I got my defense. Eye. Yeah, I think yeah. I think USD is is one of my favorites to make it to the playoffs this year. Uh, I do want to answer a question real quick. Blake Walters from the chat, Aaron, if you went to USC, would that have been with Lane Kiffin? I think so. But Matt Barkley, who was also my class, had committed to USC when he was like a sophomore. So I yeah. was actually more and interested in going to UC ever at the time. Remember yes, what was yeah, recruits of all time. But I will. So, but UCLA was my school. Like I was sipping that that Rick Neuheisel Kool Aid. Back in my uh, my visit in 2007, out there to the West Coast, ready to commit on the spot, and then my dad rained on my parade when he told me that if I committed, that my mom or well, my mom and him would make maybe half our games. Let's be clear about this: you wouldn't be no Vinny Chase if you'd gone to UCLA. Only one LA oh, school gets to be Vinny Chase, no, no, and no, no, it's no. USC. There in Beverly Hills. Have you been to UCLA? If we would have won at UCLA in yeah. Beverly Hills, nah. Nah, fam. I've been walking yeah. across the street in NIL world with billboards in no. Beverly Hills. I mean, come no. on. 
Plus Wait, show me, show blue. me. Bro, they just had good football players and nobody gave a fuck about them. DTR was a beast. One, Zach Charbonnet was a beast. No, DTR was good for like two or three years now. They didn't give a fuck about him. You're crazy. You can oh, only be Vinny Jace at USC. Uh, no. Speaking of, do y'all want to hear something insane that blew my mind that shows you how much college football is booming? When Nick Saban was hired in the year 2000, he became, when he was hired at LSU, he became the third coach to be making over a million dollars a year. I think he joined uh, Bobby Bowden and maybe Steve Spurrier. We now live in a world 20 years later where Brent Pry makes $4 million a year to be the Virginia Tech head coach. Like Nick Saban. Exactly. Brent Pry, uh, former Penn State DC. But I mean, Brent's just a sacrificial lamb here. The point is now, if you're just a power five head coach, you get two to $4 million a year. Whereas just, just 20 years ago, three coaches are making a million. So that's the sort of like just steroid injection market that we're dealing with when we see Bear Alexander's new pad. And that's where I get worried about somebody like uh, like like USC. Well, can uh, they survive? Can, what do you think they're – I don't think the, the issues of surviving. I think they will survive. I think, I think they'll be fine. But I love the, your thoughts on this. When they do make the move – Obviously, scheduling is going to be very interesting. Uh, weather differences are going to be interesting, especially mm-hmm. in, in November. Can they handle that? Can, I mean, because it, it's 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 a very different schedule of of travel. I don't know how they're going to do it, how they're going to schedule I mean, that. But I mean, you're going to be going back and forth. That's a lot of back and forth. You figure it out the same way you great figure nowadays. out anything else. You know, I mean, it's money. If you get if there's enough money to be made, you figure it out and you suck it up and you learn to travel. Uh, they'll immediately be better than everybody not named Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State, right? Yeah. And True. and then even then they're gonna be up there with Penn State, probably close to us. So it's like I'm not I'm have, not have worried they, about have they, have, have they named how they're gonna realign? Uh well, I just figured it's divisionless. I don't know. No, I'm yeah, not. I, would I, think so I, too, I don't know. But- um, okay, real quick here, because we only got a couple minutes left. I know we're at a hard out today. Uh, maybe we touch on this more tomorrow, but there's a really good piece, as we said earlier, on CBSSports.com about BYU, Houston, Cincinnati joining the Big 12. And certainly, I like this I, I guess piece. What's, yeah. What's up? So I think this is, you know, don't, don't we? we Are you worried about talking bit. about it today if we want to do it tomorrow? Okay, okay. Well, that's yeah, my I think, I think it's a great piece. I agree with you. I, I I thought it was awesome. I'd love to dive into it a lot more. The bottom line is that, look, make no mistake, these schools are about to making a ton more money just from TV revenue, right? Like, for yeah. instance, the ACC right now, your TV revenue share is $7 million. In the Big 12, it's going to exceed $31 million. Uh, It could get up to $50 million even potentially. But the good part about the article, and this is what we can dive into more tomorrow, is that there's a lot of ancillary benefits as well, right? Your packages, you're spelling to selling to naming rights, that value goes up hugely. Mm-hmm. Uh, any advertising deals with corporate partners, that value goes up massively. You're more attractive to blue chip talent as you're playing in a premier conference. Uh, the Big 12 is probably only going to get better. I mean, we didn't even talk about it, Aaron. What do you think about Pete Thamel saying that Oregon and Washington are officially uh, starting to you know, leak, leak it out there that they want out of the Pac-12 into the Big 10? I love it. 
those are the big two pieces, man. As soon as they're gone, Pac-12 is is it's gone. It's dead. There's no way and you the- can survive when you lose your four biggest schools. So yeah, I think that those that's the final that's the final chess piece, man. And I, I well, and then the Big Twelve ago. gets stronger, right? Because in the Big Twelve, well, yeah, gets like, like Big Twelve get a couple. Colorado, Arizona, yes. Arizona, Arizona State. Uh, I mean, they're right. They might get prime. Pac-12 may get prime stolen right from under their noses. Can you imagine prime in this Big 12? Let's go, dude. So massive things on the horizon for the Big 12. Uh, Hey, so again, do want to remind you to download AMP uh, off the Apple App Store, and uh, you can catch us live every day there on AMP. It's a new radio live app. It's very cool. Um, A huge thank you for the volume for having us, man. like the the post certainly again guys prep yourselves we got big news coming up on the youtube front Uh here in a couple of weeks and we want to all be rowing in the right direction if you love snaps this is our chance okay this is our chance to break through and we want you all to be here with us so massive thank you to ryan brumley paul ferret pat gunner adam gracia danny cardenas biggest thank you to everybody who hangs out with us here in the chat every day everybody who lists the show likes it subscribes to it shares it with their friends we love you continue to do that good work huge thank you to you aaron murray and uh to papa coward and we will see you tomorrow for some more corn hub kernels we'll see you then. i'm diosa and i'm mala we are the creators of locatora radio a radiophonic novella which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast welcome to locatora radio season nine love, love at, at first, first listen. listen this season we're falling in love with podcasting all over again with new segments correspondence and a new sound listen to locatora radio as part of the michael dura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts mtv's official challenge podcast is back for another season and so are we i'm tori deal and i'm anisa ferreira the wait is over guys all stars four is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.